Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. The Naples Orchestra hits a sour note. We're going to be talking about it on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, Liberty Council filed a federal lawsuit against the artist Naples Philharmonic Orchestra in South Florida for discriminating against three former employees who have sincere religious objections to the organization's COVID shot mandate. The employees are a clarinet, a violin, and a viola player. They're seeking reinstatement to their tenured jobs and compensatory and punitive damages against the Naples Philharmonic for its willful, frankly, and flagrant violation of both state law and federal law. But you know, Matt, besides the violating the law, which doesn't make sense, is they're allowing patriots to come and enjoy the music, but they don't have to have the jab. Yeah, they don't have to have the jab. That does not make sense. And in fact, here in Florida, where this orchestra is located, of all places in the United States, is the least friendly to these employers that want to mandate their employees to get the COVID jab. In the sunny southwest Florida, and they're cracking down with this violation against uh, these employees. Yeah, in addition to Title VII, which is a federal law that covers all employers across the country that have at least 15 or more employees, uh, there is specific state law that came into into being, passed by the legislature, signed by Governor Ron DeSantis, with regards to these COVID shot mandates. And under state law specifically that governs this and any other Florida employer, you cannot force your employees to get the COVID jab. Uh, there are at least five provisions where they can opt out of having the COVID shots as a mandate from the employer. So Florida is very favorable to employees Mm -hmm. that want to exercise their own individual right of conscience and certainly religious freedom, whether it's based in a religious uh, conviction or just a conscience conviction. They are not required to get the COVID shot, whether you are in a place of employment or whether you're going to a place of public accommodation. And, you know, you think that the Naples Philharmonic would value their musicians a bit more. I mean, these three of them just combined have 82 years of dedicated service at this orchestra. 82 years. They are highly skilled individual. Uh, one of the uh, the plaintiffs, they, are, they all have exceptional uh, music education and talent for what you have already mentioned to combine 82 years of service to this orchestra. One plaintiff in this lawsuit is a clarinet player at the Naples Philharmonic. Since 2005, she won the position of assistant principal clarinet over more than 200 other supremely talented musicians. Uh, Once uh, she earned that position, uh, there was a year-long process to become tenured, which involved the audition committee meeting several times with the conductor to receive updates on her playing performance and personality within the group. She had every intent on playing this job until retirement into her mid to late 60s. Uh, She was wrongfully terminated over this COVID jab. She requested a religious accommodation and was denied. Uh, She is someone, uh, in addition to uh, all of her musical talents, her husband uh, left his full-time 
tenure-track professor position of music theory and composition at a job at Wheaton College in Illinois about 15 years ago and did all that so that she could be on this particular orchestra. We have two others that are exceptionally qualified as well, and they have beat out lots of competitive competition. One of them is a viola player since 1989, Holly. Right. 1989. <laughs> That's the year that we founded Liberty Council. That's These like are 33 years about ago. about their career. It's not they just go and find another, you know, uh, store or something to work at. They are serious. They invested years in their education and having to practice for this, these positions. Well, this person that has been on the orchestra since 1989, over 30, nearly about 33 years, received a, a master's degree at the Juilliard School of Music. If anyone is familiar with music schools, this is one of the nation's the top, top of the rated top. Yeah. music school in the country. It's very hard to get in. Uh, this person not only was in, but also graduated with a master's degree there. He won the position over more than 200 applicants and was awarded a contract with a probationary status for two years. And like you said, he's been there since 1989, so he's helped build this orchestra yeah. into what it is today. Well, at the end of those two years, when he started, the CEO, music uh, director, and audition committee reviewed his job performance and awarded him a full tenured position. Mm -hmm. So he's been tenured as well. He had uh, dedicated his entire career to the Naples Philharmonic and helped build the orchestra and into one of the most successful there, in the till, country. He was 80 till he was like 80 years old. Yeah, he wanted to continue to perform until he's 80. And the third one is a violin player in the Naples Philharmonic since 1990, uh, largely as the prestigious position of associate principal second violin. This individual trained at the New England Conservatory of Music in Boston, where he received a bachelor's and a master's of music degree with academic honors uh, when he began performing at the Naples Philharmonic in 1990. So that's about 32 years. He was just one of many violinists in the violin section. Several years later, he auditioned again and won the position as associate principal second violin and sat in a titled chair as a leader of about 10 musicians. Uh, he planned to work for the Naples Philharmonic until he retired, but could not violate his conscience. So now he, like the others, are unemployed with no prospect of finding a comparable job. I mean, these people, once those jobs are gone, mm -hmm. the market for that position is very small. Right. These are highly talented individuals that have incredibly um, amassed skill of many years of education and experience even with this orchestra. You would think, Holly, it just is mind-boggling, but this is what we've seen, and this is a clear example of these employers where these employees have dedicated a good portion of their working lives to the success of these employers, and then this artificial mandate comes up in the fall of 2021 and despite the fact that they have a religious objection, despite the fact that they're not easily replaceable, in fact, are in many cases irreplaceable, these employers insist on violating the law to push an ideological false idea that everyone has to get the COVID shot in order for people to be safe. Right. They're wanting to kick these people to the curb because they have faith in Jesus Christ and they cannot take this COVID shot. It just shows you the um the hatred toward these people's faith it has to be why else would you 
take these people that have trained and worked for so many years and just kick them to the curb. I know that's a that's the sad thing. They have just completely shown hostility to their religious faith, and they are clearly willing to violate the law. Uh, in this particular case, these individuals are not easily replaceable, and right. as I said, they're irreplaceable individuals. Thirty some years experience uh, in with two of the three. And the other one goes back to 2005, so 1989, 1990, and 2005. But 82 years just at this orchestra alone. But, you know, Matt, I don't think it's looking very good for this orchestra. I mean, for example, we, we just recently got the settlement of healthcare workers, another group of employees who are highly specialized and trained. We won that $10.3 million lawsuit. So you think that would kind of be a message to this well, orchestra? Well, we actually, in our demand them. letter before we filed suit, mentioned the fact that we got mm -hmm. this uh, settlement against North Shore University Health System in Illinois. They might want to read about that. And that's for violating Title VII. In this case, they not only are violating Title VII, but I want to emphasize again, Florida has a very strong law that favors employees that want to opt out of these COVID shots. And that law governs this particular situation. And they have to, by Florida law, accommodate them. So they're very much out of tune with the law, let's say. <laughs> so what we've also done is we have sent letters to the orchestra uh, that these individuals that they try to fill in their place, they will need to be prepared to evacuate those positions once we win this lawsuit. Because we've warned them, number one, you're violating the law, federal and state. Number two, you need to reinstate them. And number three, if you replace them with someone else, you must put them on notice that that position could be temporary based on the result of this lawsuit. And we will win this case. We will not allow these individuals to have their religious freedom violated by this orchestra or any other entity. For more information, go to Liberty Council's website, lc.org. And for information on these COVID shots and treatment, lc.org forward slash vaccine. That's lc.org forward slash vaccine. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org.